Hey everyone, welcome to, uh, what is it Connor? What episode are we on for this one? We're doing number 20. Number 20, wow, it seems like an inaugural, like a a big deal of some sort. Hey, you know, this week, as always, we're going to break down the weekly supercharge article and and I will admit we are a little delayed on this one, Um, but it's all right. I'd rather do it now than uh, not do it at all. So we're talking about Twitch. Uh, which is nothing new. Uh, and if for people who don't know, know out there, Twitch is a live streaming platform for video games, as you can imagine. Uh, people actually record themselves playing video games and millions and millions and millions of people tune in uh, to watch them. Yeah, it sounds crazy, but it's something that's happening. Now, the crazy thing is, is that Twitch isn't anything new. It's been around for what, five, six, seven years, um, but ultimately we're seeing some new people jump in the game. So advertisers have been a part of Twitch for a long time. Uh, as soon as people's eyes started gluing to the screens of Twitch, advertisers jumped in and said, hey, we're going to do you know, ads within the stream. We're going to do banner ads. We're going to do home screen takeovers, et cetera. Um, but recently there's kind of a new world coming about, right, Connor? It's, it's one of those things where Twitch is getting so big that other players are getting into the mix. So, Connor, I'm hoping you can give us a bit of a download on how big Twitch actually is uh, in terms of numbers. And the demographics are really kind of interesting too from what I know. Um, but ultimately, how big is, is, is Twitch? And then tell me a little bit about some of the new players that are getting into the game in terms of uh, sponsorships. Or I don't even know if you can call it that, right? Yeah, absolutely, Carter. So as you mentioned earlier, Twitch isn't necessarily anything new in terms of the internet, um, but it receives 150 million monthly viewers. Um, At its peak, it receives about 2 million viewers at one time. So to kind of put that into context, ESPN and Fox News each receive about a million and a half viewers at their peak. So Twitch tops that by half a million. So we're talking right next to one of the most nostalgic or traditional sports networks in the Mm -hmm. the world, uh, you know, often is eclipsed by this new platform of people watching live video games. Yeah, exactly. And the thing about Twitch is that the average viewer watches Twitch for about 95 minutes a day. Which is crazy compared to other digital properties. You look at, you know, major digital properties like Facebook and Instagram, obviously receiving a ton of time and a ton of attention. However, there's not really a type of engagement that we've ever seen like that. Exactly. Usually on those platforms, people are scrolling through their feeds rapidly. But with Twitch, people are engulfed in shows, in watching single players or single events for yeah, minutes and minutes on end. So what a lot of new players to the game are doing, like the Washington Post or Cheddar or BuzzFeed. Which are publishers. I think that's the they're biggest difference yes. in between. It's, it's like we're seeing that necessarily Procter & Gamble jumping in. Right. But they're like, you know, publishers are getting into the mix. Often where these brands would actually, you know, I, the way I think about it is, you know, Procter & Gamble would potentially look to these publishers to advertise on. But now these publishers are looking to Twitch as kind of a medium or a new place to play. Bingo. That's exactly it. And because they are, they're making content that is specific to Twitch. It's also long form. So Cheddar has their own esports network. Um, the Washington Post has come out with several shows and BuzzFeed is, is following suit too as well. And what's the benefit to them? Why are they doing that? The benefit to them is that they can plug into this really specific group, this big market. Obviously, you know, we talked about the numbers earlier, but this market of mostly men, they're millennials, or slightly older, they don't necessarily. Oh, that's my phone. Ignore that's that. all right. Connor's a very important person. It's all good. No, no, no. So you're talking about millennials is a really unique, uh, unique kind of group that you're able to really kind of dive into, and they haven't been able to reach them really in any other place. You know, they're looking to Twitch and saying, "Hey, like this is the spot that you know these are these people are living. So let's publish on there. Let's learn from that group because we're not able to reach them anywhere else." Exactly. And the thing about that too is that 
yeah, a lot of these folks aren't watching traditional media. They're not watching TV. Um, they're oblivious to ads. They have ad blockers. So that's the thing. Twitch is a good way to reach them. I love it. Yeah. No, I think for brands, this is really, really important. And, and something I like to talk about a lot is like understanding where your audience lives and intersecting them in that moment. Don't try to draw them into a cheddar or into a WashingtonPost.com because that's not where they live. That's not necessarily the medium that they like to be on. Um, and I think that it's really interesting that these publishers have actually shifted into the Twitch uh, network to be able to actually intersect these customers in a spot that um, is not only where they live, but is, all, is relevant to them. They trust. They look to that spot for what you said over 90 minutes a day, which is incredible. So as brands, I think it's huge. Uh, constantly look to what audience you're trying to, to identify identify and find ways to intersect them where they live. It might not be easy. Uh, you know, Twitch is not necessarily the easiest place to play from a brand perspective, but uh, it's something to do. And I think that we has to have to keep experimenting. So even if your brand doesn't necessarily love Twitch, you don't see a direct alignment. I think it's incredibly important that brands and the managers of today look to these platforms and are incredibly comfortable with what's happening on it. Because as we look to these platforms, they're not these little things that are happening in the side. They're brands or they're, they're platforms that are eclipsing traditional networks like ESPN, clearly a really big deal in the world we live in today. So uh, that wraps up episode 20 of Supercharge. Uh, it's crazy to think that we've done actually 20 episodes of this whole thing. Uh, thanks to Connor for leading the research on the side of this and, and leading the writing as well. Uh, as you can, as you'll see, everything is published here in the show notes below and you can find us on Supercharge uh, VMR Medium page. So that's it for now. Have a great week. Thanks for listening.